morning, everyone. It's Friday. Oh, thank God. I know, right? Yeah. Are the angels singing? Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. Doesn't this feel like the longest week of all time? Oh, yeah, man. I think it's because of the change in weather, seasons, the, all the moon stuff. It's been a lot. Okay. <laughs> Our astrologist Nira Aurora on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for having us on. It's Johnny, Holly, and Nira and our producer Amy. I was moving a couch yesterday because, you know, my boyfriend and I bought a place in North Vancouver, but it's a pre-build and we still don't have our move-in date even though it's in October. Oh, wow. So Whoa. in the meanwhile, we're getting rid of stuff. We're downsizing. And one of the things was getting rid of our couch. And we I sold it to my CrossFit trainer, Louise, and her husband. But we had to move it. And, you know, when you're, like, scraping your hands and you have to get into the elevator. So manly of you. So manly, right? <laughs> wow. I know. And then we worked That's so awesome. hard that we ate a pizza last yes. night. Yes. Good for you. <laughs> I'm so it. proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's annoying to not know where you're moving to. And, uh, like, we have a blow-up mattress in our living room now as our couch. Like, All right. It's fine. Until we figure it out, right? Awesome. How was your night, Holly? <laughs> My night uh, was pretty uneventful. It was fine. My boyfriend John made dinner. It was good. Um, but yesterday I went and overpaid for new workout pants. <laughs> good job, girl. Yeah, I guess. Is I went to Lululemon. A, is this what you were asking me about in the kitchen yeah. yesterday? Yeah, because so I, I... Holly walks by me. I'm making toast. And she's like, hey, uh, do you think that this is a yes from my boyfriend that I can buy new workout pants? <laughs> because we're like trying not to spend money, but I really wanted new workout pants. So yeah. I texted John. I'm like, hey, is it cool if I go get new Lulu's question mark? And all they text me back was a kissy face emoticon. <gasps> so she needed confirmation. <laughs> so like, she walks by Mira? me and I'm like, oh, yes, girl. Yes. yes. That means he says yes. Mm-hmm. I thought a kissy face emoticon means get two pairs. Well, you know what I did? Oh. I got a pair for me, and I got him a, sh- a new shirt. Oh, nice. Oh, That's smart. good, Holly. the way to cover it up. So but these smart. are the new Lululemon pants. I'm wearing see. them right now. They're the nude. They're called nude. Oh, they're uh-huh. cute. You're supposed to feel naked when they're you wear them. them. Well, And I do. <laughs> so they're plain black. Yeah, I know. So they're not nude. Oh, they when they you say nice. nude... No, no, they're not the color nude. Yes, they're black tights, they're, but they're supposed to feel nude. You're supposed to feel naked. They feel nice, uh-huh. actually. Yeah, they, you, I do feel like I'm not wearing pants, so I had to check, but I am wearing pants. <laughs> so. Please check. <laughs> well, that was my day. Anyway, I recommend them. They're nice. only $100. Wow. wow. Okay, well, anyway, I'll, I'll come check them out on you. They're pretty good. Mira, how was your night? Uh, yeah, night was good. You know, kids, busy, soccer, activities, picking up children. And then yesterday... Sounds relaxing. Right? It was just a regular mom. <laughs> day yesterday and then there was this really cool event uh i went to my gym yesterday and then i work out at steve nash and all their gyms yesterday doing the nash house event so it was a big party at the gym yesterday so i felt really cool in there yesterday oh, and, and the morgan crossing one where you go to that's like a bigger that's gym huge too, right yeah huge so it was just like vendors things like menchies and vega were all there and then it menchies was menchies at the gym yeah what? well because they were doing free personal training 
and free group sessions. So if you walked in there yesterday, like you got a chance to really work out with the trainers and it was also Jersey Day and they had a DJ. It was crazy. Fun. Yeah, so it was a really cool Did event. you work out then, Nira? Okay, that's not the point. Oh. <laughs> I just ate menchies. It felt like a party. <laughs> You're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. The show that loves you with $15,000 Thursdays. Just give away fifteen grand to Elizabeth in Chilliwack. She just got married, and she's going on a second honeymoon with <laughs> yeah. the money. Nice. Next Thursday, your chance to win $15,000 at 8, 10 a.m. Meanwhile, it is 6, 10, and time for another round of... Tell me something good. Amy, start things off. Tell me something good. All right, I want to work for this guy. There's this CEO in California who has a company policy that he pays $2,000 towards every employee's vacation once a year. Whoa! Huh? He has 250 employees. So he spends about $500,000 a year. And he says it makes his employees happier because he's putting $2,000 towards their vacation every year. It makes them more productive. And he has had barely any turnover. In the last five years, only five employees have quit. Wow. Out of 250. And he's loaded, obviously. Well, yeah, $500,000 a year towards vacation. And is this just his company? Yeah. See, that's what it is, guys. That's smart. I like that. Yeah, corporate is different. What Uh, do they do? Like, what would we have to do? Oh, my God. Actually, does it even matter? No, I didn't even look up (laughs) what kind of company it was. I was just like, whatever, I'll work for him. Yeah. Yeah. $2,000 a year towards your vacation. I think it's just, it makes him just look like such a good guy. Uh-huh. It makes you then want to just be even more loyal to him. Of That's course. exactly you know? it. So I'm wondering just... if there's like a catch though. Like, does he come with you or something weird? Is he hot? <laughs> Again. Oh, All things to look into. Yes. Yes. Because then who cares, right? Yes. right. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, tell me something good. All right, ladies. Do you want to look really good this weekend? Uh, yeah. Do you want to sure. look relevant? Maybe go viral on the internet? <laughs> okay, that's extreme, but sure. All you need to do is what the Kardashian girls have been doing online, on Snapchat, the underboob. Oh, come the on. The underboob is the hot new thing. Oh. You basically have to show the underside of your breast so you can wear like a crop top halter. Whoa. There's a lot of different dresses, like a band-aid dress where your breasts kind of poke through underneath. And there's okay. the sheer look one too where it was opaque on top and then the sheer that came underneath that okay. gave the underboob. Holly and I were staring at these yesterday. So how much under boob are we supposed to show? Yeah, and that's the thing. And it's really hard because if you have really large breasts, under boob does not look the same if you have the same, if you have like Kylie Jenner style breasts. And if you have really small breasts, same thing. Like how much do you got to show for it to look like you got under boob? These are all great questions. <laughs> yep. I mean, as a woman, you have to decide on your own body. Like you said, small breasts. Amy, what would you, I don't know. What would Thanks, you? Thanks, Johnny. I'm no, that's no you. breasts. Hey! <laughs> Nira said it, not me. No, no Amy, wow. has, Amy, you've got great okay, breasts. Funny, yeah, right. yeah, Johnny. <laughs> no you joke. can't, you can't be in good shape, like really good shape, and have boobs. Yeah, that's so there fair. You go. Yeah, your fault, God Amy. Is yeah. God is fair. God is Nira, fair. Nira, tell me something good. Okay, there's two wow. things that you are about to do. You are going to want to move to San Antonio, Texas. Okay, and you are going to want to go back to school. Okay, and this is all because the University of Texas at San Antonio is offering a class on Beyonce's Lemonade. The class 
is titled Black Women, Beyonce, and Pop Culture. Oh my and it's going to be all about feminism, female empowerment, and racial tension in the United States. And it's based on her album, Lemonade. Wow. wow. Could you imagine Amazing. being able to take courses like this when we were in university or college? It wasn't happening. And like the prerequisites, you know, we had books and things. They're like, you just have to bring hot sauce. I got hot sauce. In <laughs> <laughs> your backpack, they're like, okay, you got You're 50% in, yeah. of your mark. Yeah. Yes. Imagine how much you learn. You just tell the boy, bye, bye. Right? You smash everything. Yes. Oh, that almost makes me want to go back to school. Doesn't it? Yeah. I know. Almost. <laughs> so close. Oh. All right, Holly, tell me something good. All right, finding a sperm donor just got easier. Thanks to a new app called Order a Daddy. No. This is real. It's just like Tinder. They based it off Tinder. So females who are looking for a sperm donor, you go on to order a daddy and you swipe through. There's thousands and thousands of men to choose from. You can check out their face, eye color, height, race. You see someone you like as a sperm donor, you swipe right. And then you can see like their medical history, what they do for a living, a little bit about their personality. You just never find out their name. And then do they just send you frozen sperm? That's correct. And then you use a turkey baster? Like, well, that part's uh, on you. (laughs) I don't know how it all... Would you trust this system? Order a daddy. You send it to your doctor and they kind of like, once you have the donation, then they can help you. From order a daddy. Well, I don't know. I'm not on order a daddy. Really? But but (laughs) they based it on Tinder, but it's like a lot like Tinder. That's what I'm saying. You could end up pregnant. Yeah. Would you trust this system though? Like, is it really, like, is it, is it trustable? I, 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 it's an app. I trust everything that I read <laughs> yeah. online or see on an app. Right? Order and a daddy. There's an app for that. You know what the hard part about order a daddy is? You don't know if it's like actually his sperm until like the kid comes out and you're like, That's I didn't order that. Do you trust the system? You're ordering this online <laughs> and it says green eyes and Mediterranean skin and dark hair. It comes out like a ginger with like super white skin. You're yeah, like, it looks oh. like Ed Sheeran. Like then what? Yeah. Right, make know. an album, get some money from him. Okay, I don't think Ed Sheeran's on order a daddy. <laughs> never know, <laughs> yeah, never know. And now, with Mira. Inside information has been released about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie from when they first met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's today's Tom Biz story. But first, Niall Horan from One Direction has just released his very first solo single. It's called This Town, and it's about a childhood sweetheart that he still thinks about. Uh, Nobody knew he was coming out with music. He said he wanted it to be a surprise and only wanted people to know once the song was ready. Hmm. If the whole world was watching, I'd still dance with you. Drive highways and byways to be there with you Over and over the only truth Everything comes back to you Just him and a guitar. You still make me nervous yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. It would be cute if, like, you know, he was outside her window serenading her with a guitar singing this. Oh, Okay. That's cute. Not a ghetto blaster over his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it wrong that well, I kind the of... Guitar. I want, like, dance music and fun and pop and upbeat and, like, wiggle, 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 and DJ stuff. Like, this organic stuff is nice for Ed Sheeran and everybody else. But don't bite the hand that fed you. You know, One Direction had a really fun thing going. And I yeah. wish... It's kind of like... It's not fun. Well... But then Zane kind of totally went against what One Direction was all about. But Zane's music's cool. Yeah, it is. 
It may, this feels a little bit kind of James Bay, yeah. Ed Sheeran-ish. I like it. <laughs> well, no, it's not bad. Like, I mean, I like that music too, Time and but Place. But you liked but One Direction. I liked One Direction a lot. Yeah. yeah. You wish you were in One Direction, don't you? <laughs> My hair said One Direction it in did. 2001 with it, the bleach frosted tips. It did. There yeah. you go. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Tom Brady. Would you like to go on a date with the three of them at the exact same time? Yes. Ben uh-huh. Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady raffling off a date with the three of them at the same time for charity. Okay? Tickets are only $10. It's for each of their charities. So I guess, you know, Ben Affleck has his own. Um, he's got the Eastern Congo Initiative. Matt's got the Water Organization one. Tom Brady has the TB12 Foundation, which is for youth athletics. And they're just doing this to raise money for their charity. So the winner and a friend will be flown into town in Boston. They're going to be put up in a four-star hotel and then go out for pizza and beers with the three of them. Wow. Can we buy tickets? Try. Why not? <laughs> oh my right? God, what if we win? I would bucks. be so happy. Wow. Who would you want to like spend the most on Like sit right with? beside? Because it'd probably be a booth, right? Yeah. So yeah. you'd be yeah, beside yeah. one. Okay, I'd probably want to be beside um, Ben Affleck. I'd be with Matt Damon for sure. Really? Yeah. I'd go Matt Damon. Really? Sorry, yeah. Nira. I picked him first. We can both <laughs> you be get Tom Brady. Him. That's not a bad. That's not bad. Tom Brady's pretty <laughs> sweet too. He's okay. What? Wow. No, I mean, it's not I my, hope he's not listening. No, it's just he's not my thing. Like, all right, personality. All right, I'll take racist. Fine, if I racist. Have to. Racist. He's Total not my racist. thing. They're all white. <laughs> Is that all right or all white? I can't. Some inside information has just been released about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie from when they first met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's today's top biz story. Their former bodyguard is revealing information because maybe his gag order is no longer in effect. Excellent. This happened 12 years ago. Their former bodyguard says that co-stars Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt did more than just strike up a close friendship on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He said they he caught them numerous times making out in their trailers. This was between scenes and they used to pass each other very interesting sexual content love notes during the filming of the movie. Wow. It's kind of hot. He was married. Yeah. No, yeah. I understand that. The feeling of that, though, is hot, oh, not the sure. action of it. Yeah, so this all happened in 2004. Brad Pitt was married to Jennifer Aniston, who he did marry in 2000. He said that Angelina Jolie and Brad were constantly laughing and flirting and acting like two school kids who had the hots for each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then after um, filming had stopped, they used this guy, this bodyguard, to still pass notes from one to another. Like these hmm. special notes and letters. Now, my question is, where are those notes? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> After filming wrapped up, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt announced that they were splitting up. This was in January of 2005. And then three months later, Brad Pitt was photographed with Angelina Jolie and Maddox. You know, they were vacationing Mm -hmm. together. So it all happened very fast. Side note, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are privately negotiating their divorce. And Angelina Jolie has hired the crisis manager who was the inspiration for Kerry Washington's character on Scandal. 
So, you know, oh, Olivia wow. Pope is yeah. based on a real life character. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And that real life character is working with Angelina Jolie oh, as a cool. crisis wow. manager. Wow. And one of the most disturbing stories was revealed about the Kardashian family yesterday. I'll tell you at 725. I'm sorry. I'm Nira. And that's the biz. <laughs> and it's brought to you by Auction Yoga and Fitness. Join today and get a week of unlimited classes for just 10 bucks. 46 locations and growing. Buy one near you at auctionyogaandfitness.com. You're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. 94.5 Virgin Radio. Oh, this is so good. Good morning, Johnny, Holly, and Nira. If you want a woman, specifically a woman... To reveal a secret to you, all you need to do is this to her. Ask her. Oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Touch her. Nope. Uh, nibble on her ear. Well, that could work. <laughs> nibble on her nipple. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 90% Whoa. of the time will work. Whoa. Wow. If you want a woman to reveal a secret to you, all you need to do is buy her a drink. I'm about to yeah. drink. Oh, man. That's it. 50% of women will tell you a secret after a couple of drinks, even if they know they're not supposed to. If you get her a little liquored up this weekend, you want to find out a secret about the family or, you know, you want to see how she feels about you, get her a couple of drinks and the woman, one out of two women, will definitely give you the secret even though she's not supposed to. Yep. Have you ever had that moment where, you know, after two or three glasses of red wine and then you start talking to a friend and then you end up giving more information that you thought you were going to and then the next day you're like, like, why did I do that? <laughs> All the time. Like, why did I say so much? I should have kept my mouth shut. But honestly, red wine does that to me, relaxes my system completely. That I'm just like, what is? And everything just pours out. Just flows like the wine. Totally. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh. I say way too much when I've had drinks. I, I do two things when I'm drunk. I pay for everything. Yeah. Always. Oh, and, I, and I tell everybody everything. It's <laughs> awful. But do you get to the... Like, does it have to get to the drunk state? Or is it just, for me, it's only two or three glasses of wine and just that relaxation state. Yeah, maybe but do that. you have to, like, for when you become it's a, a combo, baller. It's a combo. Yeah, like, you get baller when you're drunk, right? Yeah. And then, does the secrets also come out when you're oh, drunk? Oh, yeah. Or can you even just be at the relaxed stage of... A few drinks. I, I I think I just... Yeah, maybe a couple and I'll tell you whatever. Remember that night we went out Johnny drinking, you and I? And then I told you everything. Remember yes. how much money I make? Yeah. Like, I was like going off. I don't wow. know why. Yeah, it was weird. And I started making up numbers because she was slightly wasted. I'm like, yeah, me too, but I make double what you make. And she's like, what? what? <laughs> but here's the weird thing. So 50% of women will tell you. I want to know who the 50% are that are like a bit liquored up that don't tell you. You know what, Nira? I actually think you, you are like a... Like a, like a vault. A vault. Yeah. And Nira's the kind of person that she'll get you drunk and you and she'll be like, oh, tell me, honey. Oh, tell me oh, everything. Yes. yes. Me. And then and you feel all comfortable because she's so warm. Like and you just, you'll tell her everything. And then you're like, now tell me a secret. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> like I really don't know any secrets okay. about her. It's not that I start asking, just tell me, honey. Yes, just, you do. No, you love you, it. No, you guys start giving a little bit of information and then you you know what it is? You two really crave someone who will just sit and listen to you. And I provide that for you. So for having a few drinks yeah. and you start venting a little bit, I'm really good at asking those follow-up questions. I don't just start talking about myself like some people do. Yeah, but we want so, to know stuff. Yeah, tell no, us no, your secrets. I, 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 I would, you know way too much about us. No, I would, but we just end up talking about you guys so much because I'll just be like, well, how did that make you feel? And then all of a sudden we go back like 20 years and it starts from childhood and I become a mini counselor. So what am I supposed to do? Then all of a sudden start talking about 
about myself. Like, I really feel it's therapeutic for you guys. Yeah, but you tricked us, too, because I remember we were on, like, one of our work trips together, and I'm like, to Johnny, I'm like, let's get Nira drunk tonight and try to get some secrets out of her. And we were like, yeah, it was like our yeah. secret mission. Yeah. And you're like, I can't drink alone, guys. We're like, okay, we'll have a couple with you. And then Johnny and I ended up being tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we never, I don't know, did you tell us a secret? I don't remember. I was pregnant, you morons. Oh. <laughs> Need life advice? We know who to ask. I don't care about hurting your feelings because I don't know what feelings are. It's time for Tough Love with Siri. It's kind of cute. 6454. Uh, and Colton in Port Coquitlam has a question. Colton's a kid, so be kind. It's Colton in Port Coquitlam. Siri, my mom wanted me to clean my room, and instead I just hid all the stuff under my bed. Huh? Will she find out? Will <laughs> <laughs> she find out? Oh, so smart. Oh, all Colton. Right. Siri? Oh, you poor sweet angel who just asked if your mom will discover that instead of cleaning your room like she asked, you pushed everything under the bed. I hate to be the bearer of bad news since you are just a child, but she already knows and she will be asking you about it after school today. Moms have a sixth sense for sensing BS when a task that they ask you to do gets done just a little too quickly and seamlessly. Here is where you went wrong. If you are going to try to cheat the system and lie to your mom, you need to still put up a little bit of a fight and not seem like an angel all of a sudden. I know you want things to seem quiet in your scheme, but when it's too quiet, your mom will sense foul play. Also, a word of advice. You are already busted on this one so don't make it worse by trying to lie about it. Just take your punishment. Nothing makes mom justice worse than a feeble defense that she will break. Mm. Interesting. Oh. Yeah, my thing right now with the kids is if I can tell they're lying about something. Mm -hmm. Like, are you lying? They say no. I'm like, you'll be in less trouble if you don't lie and tell the truth. Oh, that's a good line. And then what comes out? The truth. I like that you say less trouble. You should say you won't be in trouble if you tell the truth. Then mm. they'll really tell you the truth. No, but they still have to get in trouble for their actions. Oh. <laughs> Holly's doing it wrong. <laughs> with Siri, weekday mornings at 6.50 with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. You're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Forecast calling for sunshine today. Unlike our friends in Ontario, that bad flood over in Windsor, my hometown. Aww. Best of luck to them. It's 7.10. Nira has a new relationship trend she wants to tell us about this morning. Yeah, you won't believe what's become a huge relationship trend. It's been years since people have been into this. Years since people have been invested in this. Majority of people, according to a new study, believe that you can stay married to the same person forever. How long? Forever. Wow. Like eternity, like you guys are in the caskets next door to each other and you're Til still. Till death do us part. Wow. A brand new study was done, and they say that 90% of people believe that you can stay married to the same person forever, as in monogamy. It's so sad that you're so surprised and <laughs> shocked by this. Yeah, because it hasn't been a trend the last few years. Everything has been very anti-monogamy. Have you mm -hmm. not noticed? Like a lot of celebrities have even been talking about monogamy, not normal, very high expectations. You should not expect that from another human being. But now all of a sudden, because it was so anti-monogamy for so long, now people want to believe in it again. Well, this is good. 
Yeah. You should be happy, not like creeped out by it. Yeah, like this is not a bad thing to talk about. I'm... And then this is going to be you. You and Gary. <laughs> oh. Whether you like it or not, Gary, you're going to be married to Nira forever. forever. The, four, the four of us in this room, honestly, like when it comes to who's going to last the long, it will be Nira and Gary for sure. We're all going to last. Thanks. No, no, no. We'll all last. No, but no, but no, no, no. Nira's going to haunt him because she'll go first. Nira's going to haunt him. And then afterwards, in the afterlife, they're still yeah. going to be like, in the afterlife, we're going to be like beetles and stuff. She'll be like still with Gary. Gary holding hands floating in the clouds. You know what I mean? You guys are like eternity people. I hope so. I mean, I think it's it's a it's a beautiful concept. I can't see myself with anybody else. I've tried. It doesn't really work in my brain. Oh, Christian Ronaldo comes around. You're like, no, no, please. Well, the grass is always greener on the other side. Like reality. Come on, people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you sometimes are having bad moments in your relationship and then you think, okay, maybe do I, like, am I supposed to be by myself or am I supposed to be with somebody else? And I mean, I'd rather be by myself than with someone else. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I can't picture myself with anybody else but him. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. really sweet. Yeah, I can't. And now maybe more people are doing this according to this study, 90% yeah. of people. Because, you yeah. know, there, you always hear the stat, 50% divorced, 50% ding, ding, ding. So, I, you know, as a, you know, as a person thinking about getting married, maybe you're like, oh. Why would I get married? 50% of the time, people get divorced. Yeah. It's a resurgence of romance that people are feeling again. A resurgence of love, if that makes sense. Because I think for a little while, it really strayed away that it's it's not normal just to be with one person. But now that theory is coming back that, no, it's, it is okay. Because I think there's a lot of love and loyalty that continues to exist if you are with that person. And a different kind of love. Like that kind of love that you're always there for each other. Right. You know, that I think people are craving. People are also getting married a little bit later. And also maybe that's a good thing. Like maybe you grow up, you get to, you know, uh, you know. Sow your oats. Yeah, yeah. Sow your oats. Get yep. some notches on the bed post or whatever. And then you're like, okay, now I'm ready to settle down. Maybe that's actually the smart way to do it. What about you, Johnny? Do you feel that you could be with your partner forever? I think monogamy is very hard. I think it's one of the hardest things on this planet. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and lie and be like, oh my God, awesome. No, I think it's like you have to check in and it could be like a day-to-day thing. Like for my, like to think that my boyfriend's the only person I'm ever going to be with for the rest of my life, it still shocks me and makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm definitely willing to work at it. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere that after three years, the three-year mark is the biggest flip over where after three years, that's when it becomes a real relationship and you really have to work at it. Huh. The three-year mark. And that's where a lot of people fall off. They're like, I don't know. How come I can only date somebody for up to three years and then it doesn't work? Huh. So after three years, that's when you really have to buckle down. Now, we're not at three years yet. We're about six months shy of it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, God, in three years, it's going to get real hard. But Yeah. And I think calling each other out on behavior is very important, too, in relationships. Like yesterday, I don't know what, I snapped at my husband a few times and he called me out on it right away. And Gary's like, you know, you need to reset and you need to just talk to me a little bit more nicely. Whoa. And I walked away and then I came back to him and gave him a hug and said, sorry. Because I was like, that's what I need to. I need someone who calls me out. You know what I mean? Right. And he, he was right. I wasn't being nice. So wait, you walked back to him and you're like, don't worry. We're together forever. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most disturbing stories was revealed about the Kardashian family yesterday. Their butts are fake. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the truth comes Seriously, out. Seriously, I'm waiting. <laughs> That's today's top news story. But for but first, sources are saying that Hugh Hefner is really sick. Oh no, so sick that people have to sign a confidentiality agreement just to see him. Really? Oh. Because 
you don't know what he's going to say. That's how sick he is. Oh. So you have to sign an agreement. Like people are saying goodbye to him almost? like they're- Goodbye or you don't know what he's kind of blurting out. So you have to sign a confidentiality agreement that you will not repeat anything that he says to you. If you go to What's wrong him. with him? He's, well... He's kind of old. He's gone down, down yeah. to 90 pounds, which is really low. He's 90. Okay, yeah. yeah. Right? You forget, he's just yeah. an old guy. And he's had a lot of back issues. Uh, <laughs> I wonder why. That's a joke because of the mansion, okay? Yes. All right, yeah. Uh, his people are trying to keep all this under wraps. Uh, he hasn't really made any kind of a public appearance um, for a while. Yeah, he hmm. he was photographed in one photo for a Playboy Mansion party, but he came out just for the photo, and then didn't it wasn't there for the party part at all. It was actually his son who was kind of then hosting and taking over, hmm. because normally he's the one there for the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, if we were, you know, sadly, if if we were sick and we came out and took a picture, they'd be like, "Oh, look, she's in her pajamas. Like something's wrong." Hugh Hefner comes out there like, "Hey, he's in his pajamas. That's yeah, his right, regular right. look." Yeah. I've always loved that about that guy. This guy ro- walks around in a robe 24/7. That's the best thing ever. Yeah, he did it right. He made that, he, he that did it right. his signature look pajamas. Don't yeah. say did. He's still alive. I don't. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's doing, doing it right. Yeah. He's still doing it right. He's Mira. doing it right. I signed that confidentiality. Okay. Yeah. I hope Yikes. he does better though. He's a, he's <laughs> you know he's kind of a he's a cool dude. Okay, but at the same time he's ninety, yeah. so you've lived yeah. a good life. Yeah, huh? a uh, good life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and have you ever wondered what Justin Theroux's marriage? is like to Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Because he spoke about it for the first time. He just did an interview and he described his relationship with Jennifer Aniston and what it's been like being married to her for a year. They've been married for a year. He says she has a very calming effect on him. Oh, I love that. Okay. And that's it. That's it? That's it? It's not like we have mind-blowing... You know, yeah. you know, we 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 are so affectionate. We always laugh a lot. None of the, it's like she's calming. She has a calming effect on him. She says he's good, like that she's good for him. That's okay. how he described it. And I was like, okay, that makes it sound a bit boring. Yeah, but don't you like having one partner that's the calm one to help balance things? Boring. Well, then are we suggesting that? The other one's not. So is he suggesting that he's usually out of balance then? Yeah, maybe he's like higher frequency and she's a bit lower. So they meet in the middle. It makes sense. I do like, no offense for people who are team honest and I like her and everything, but I do find her a little bit boring and very just, I don't know. I find her boring. Yeah. Like vanilla? Maybe. I don't know. Don't you? I, I don't think she's got the like most insane personality or anything. Like yeah. Rachel was awesome. I liked Rachel. That was a right. character. <laughs> That's not a human. It's not real. That's not a human. Well, I mean, like, come on. <laughs> wow. One oh. of the most disturbing stories has been revealed about the Kardashian family, and it came out yesterday. That's today's top biz story. So Rob Kardashian and his fiance Black China are expecting a baby together. They were. Um, this is part of their new show, Rob and China. Black China and Rob were talking about their childhood crushes. Okay. Okay. Black China started, and she said, yeah, she's like, my childhood crush was Ricky Martin. Hello, living la vida loca. Into Ricky Martin. Made sense. And then they went on to talk about Rob Kardashian's crushes. And one of his major crushes, and I think we can all understand this one, is Jennifer Lopez. Right? Totally. Who isn't in love with Jennifer Lopez? And then Black China reveals Rob Kardashian's other childhood crush. And his other childhood crush 
was his sister, Kim Kardashian. It was embarrassing. <laughs> wow. Okay. He had a crush on his sister? Like, okay. Oh. That's something. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very Lannister of them. Very Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you can say something because I was so speechless. Really? Uh, yes. She's really beautiful. And maybe, you know, and how young are we talking? Like, when you're four, yeah. like, I kissed my cousin when I was two. Okay. Stop. No, That's my cousin cute. Leanne, her, there's a cute picture of us. We're both, like, two. And we, yeah. And we kissed on the cheek or the, on I, the lips. I like went through text. a phase where I wanted to marry my mom. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's different. But well, come on, your well, childhood crush is your sister, and the, to bring that up, like, I want to know at what age though. He wasn't like yeah. twenty-one. No. no, I don't think. Okay, well, I don't think. <laughs> I we don't, don't know. know for sure. Nobody asked any more questions. Everybody was a little bit weirded out by it. Side note: Then Black China tweeted out Rob Kardashian's phone number on Twitter as well. Um. Also, didn't you have a brother? You never had a crush. Okay, on your you're bro- sick. I'm asking: Have you ever had? He's hot. No, have no. you ever had a crush on a sheesh? No. No, he's. I was like, his we've mom. had a crush on a sheep. Okay. <laughs> he is hot, yeah. and he's a lawyer. Okay, and you just said you were like his mom. Maybe he wanted to marry you. Yeah, okay. there you go. His, his name's not Holly. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Black China also tweeted out Rob Kardashian's phone number. So clearly, why are they doing this the thing? Where they keep tweeting? <laughs> Stop tweeting out each other's numbers. Because random girls were tweet uh, texting him. So she's like, here, just have his number and put it out. Wow, on great relationship. <laughs> And some inside information has been released about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie from the Mr. and Mrs. Smith set days. They're secretly related and they have a crush on each other. Okay, you're sick. I'll tell you. You said it. I'm Nira and that's the biz. It's brought to you by Auction Yoga and Fitness. Join today and get a week of unlimited classes for just 10 bucks. 46 locations and growing. Find one near you at auctionyogaandfitness.com. Come on and roar, you lions roar. Hey, the lions are playing tomorrow against Ottawa. We're going to be in Club Orange. we got a pair of Club Orange tickets right now for Caller 25 to join us at BC Place tomorrow with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. Yeah, we're doing it up VIP styles tomorrow. The Club Orange Lounge is the place to watch all the Lions games, panoramic views, DJs, drinks. BCLions.com slash Club Orange for more. All right, down to the phone lines we go. Named after one of my favorite people on the planet, Tammy Faye Baker. Is this Tammy? Oh, my God, yeah. Hi, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. How's it going this morning? boys and tights. You love boys in tights? Yeah, I want to go with you guys. Right? Oh, football <laughs> pants. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you are caller number 25. You're going with us tomorrow night, and Johnny will wear tights for you. Yes, he will. Oh, my God. Yay. I didn't agree with Tammy. I wanted to see Johnny in tights. <laughs> oh, he would look so good. Well, see me on Davie Street any day of the week. I will be there for you. Uh, Tammy, we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Yay, thank you. No problem. You're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Mira. Mornings on 94.5 Virgin Radio. It's 7.40. Have you ever ruined something for someone? Like ruined maybe the end of a movie, a book, or the end of a series, or maybe a crush? Because Nira just ruined my crush on Kate Middleton. You just ruined (laughs) Kate Middleton for me. Come on. I have, like, a massive girl crush on Kate Middleton. Yes. She's so hot. She's oh, amazing. She's so hot and perfect in her yes. hair and does everything about her. She's yes. just, 
She exudes oh. perfectness. Yes. She's got grace. I mean, oh, yeah. ugh, I'm surprised so you're good. into that, but I'm very impressed. I'm just, I just love her. She's just great. And so the other day, because Kate Middleton's here right now with Prince William, and I'm like, oh my God, Kate Middleton, da 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 da. And Nira was kind of getting a little bit, I think, jealous. Okay. Oh. <laughs> because Nira likes to think that I only have a girl crush on her. Yeah, of course. Okay. okay so then I'm like, oh, Kate Middleton this, Kate Middleton that. And Nira's like kind of steaming. She's huffing and puffing in the corner. I'm like, Kate, okay, whatever. Angry. Jealousy. Yeah. And then she blurts out, hey, Holly. You know, Kate Middleton smokes, right? I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? And ever since then, all I can picture is like Kate Middleton with a cigarette and like she smells like that smoke smell. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. Gross. Her hair that I thought smelled like oh. roses <laughs> yes. smells like darts. Like, I'm so <laughs> mad at you, Nira. You ruined her for me. Okay. First of all, I gave that information as a fact, just as a fact, because we were talking about Kate Middleton. <laughs> jealous. I, I love yeah. Kate Middleton as well. Listen to her hacking away. <laughs> I do. I love Sam. Kate Middleton. I love her style. I love her personality. I think she's great. You like her Marlboros? <laughs> I, I thought, honestly, that that would make her more human to you. You know, she's liar. A liar. No, you know what? You're, you're, a, you're a liar. Liar. That was bad. Holly, I fully agree with you. Oh, Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Because you know what happened? with Nira. She loves a good spotlight, as we all do, but Nira looks the best in the spotlight and when she's taken out of one, she needs to somehow get back into it. Oh, and therefore, you she's trying I'm to ruin it. compare myself to Princess Kate no, you Middleton? Could, you, no, you never could, but the fact no, that you tried, you, you did try a little bit because I do understand. I do, like, even in this room, you're like, okay, let's say I'm dating someone. Holly. I'm like, uh, I'm a man and I'm right here and you never choose me. Because, choose okay, Holly. I can't choose you, Johnny, because we, we're like brother and sister. We are. Oh, you're not sister and sister with Holly? Okay, does anybody does anybody see the text message that Holly sent me this morning? Holly sent me a text message that said, <laughs> first, the message says, hey, me and you. And then it's a video of two cats snuggling and one cat is licking the other cat. On the head. <laughs> Amy, you saw this video. I did. Does that mean that this is a two-way crush or a one-way crush? Nira. Oh, it's going both ways. Oh, come on. Of course I have a... <laughs> I have a crush on Nira, but oh. you're not my only crush, and I think you can't handle that. All I needed her to say was, of course, I have a crush on Nira. Wow. Thank you. Mission accomplished. <laughs> you're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. According to Tinder, this is the hottest pickup line right now. If you say this this weekend, you're going to get some. <laughs> All right. Oh hang on. i got to get a pen. Wow. It's, it's kind of weird. Have you guys heard about this? According to Tinder, the hot new pickup line right now is, I wish they'd teach us more about Vikings. What? I'm not I am kidding. so confused. I wish they'd teach us more about Vikings. That's the hottest pickup line right now, according to Tinder. To say to someone or to write to someone? Either or. Vikings, the TV show? No, 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 Vikings. Oh, the yeah. The actual Vi people. And there's yeah. also Vikings, that documentary. It's very fascinating, too. Okay, here's how it came about. It's a little bit confusing, but, but hear me out. There's this 21-year-old girl who lives in Michigan. She goes back to her parents' house, and she's, like, kind of looking through some old stuff, and she finds a book that's called A Smart Girl's Guide to Boys. So she opens up this book. She's 21. She got this book when she's like 11 or something. She opens it up, and one of the pages listed a whole bunch of different ways to start a conversation with a boy. 
And randomly, one of the things they suggested was that you say to a boy, I wish they'd teach us more about Vikings. That's in this book. So she takes a photo of it. She screens it and, and sends it to her friend. She's like, oh, my God, look how ridiculous this is. This book says that in order to start a conversation with a dude, you're supposed to say, I wish they they teach us more about Vikings. And then it goes viral. So now everybody on Tinder is using that as their, like, kind of pickup line. Oh, I'm- is it kind of like more of a, you kind of know what you're insinuating if you just say that line now as opposed to what the line actually means? kind of like yeah. Netflix and chill. Yeah. So I wish they teach us more about Vikings. Wink, wink. wink. Yeah, nudge, nudge. yeah, yeah. And then you know what that means. I'm kind of into Vikings, though. Yeah. Fascinated by them. Is it the, the horns? Everything. So curious. <laughs> everything. Uh-huh. Just everything about Vikings. The hair. The hair. The lifestyle. The strength. The strength. Eating a giant turkey leg. Mm. You know what I mean? Turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> Gobble, gobble. I wish they would teach us more about turkey legs. No, that's not the line. No, that you, you're not <laughs> getting you picked up this week. You winked at weekend. me and you nudged. Well, you don't know what you're going to get, though. <laughs> you're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Mira. 94.5 Virgin Radio. Nice looking day today with sunshine and then clouds and rain possible by tomorrow. Right now in downtown Vancouver, it's 8 degrees with Johnny, Holly, and Nira. And Holly has a relationship question this morning. Yes, I do. Would you guys let the stars predict your dating life? Like, would you trust your dating life to the stars? I'm asking because I was reading yesterday about... Who you should date based on your sign. Oh. Because, you know, like some certain signs are better suited to certain signs. Your astrological signs. Astrological sign, like romantic connections, whatever, with your signs. I'm reading this article yesterday. And I looked up, of course, my boyfriend John and I's signs. And, of course, we're a perfect match. Awesome. What are you getting, Holly? I'm a Scorpio. And he's a... Scorpio. Oh, wow. That's great. It's great. And I was like, all right, we're going to last forever. And then I was curious about us in this room, like me, Johnny, Amy, Nira, you know, how our signs look together romantic compatibility wise. Mm. Okay. And I was shocked because there is one person in this room who is not compatible with anybody of us, like Uh-oh. with any of us in this room, in this room, the one person is not compatible with the other three at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. And three people are the most compatible with each other that you can be. Oh, wow. Oh. So it's like that game, one of these things is not, not like, like the, the other. other. Yeah. yeah. Sesame Street. Yeah, no, I totally believe in this stuff. Like in our Indian culture, uh, back in the day, and I think people still do it, like when you're born, uh, an astrological book is pretty much created for you. Like in some families who really oh, believe cool. in it. And then when you want to get married, your book is then compared to the book of the person you want to marry. And then a special pundit will look at the books and see that if you, you see if your stars are aligned and if you're meant to be. Whoa. And then the families will discuss. So this wow. is real. This is legit. In some cultures, for sure. In some Indian cultures, definitely. Like it's, it's, it's based on your astrological book. Okay. And your stars. Okay. So... According to your calculations. Yes. Three people are the most compatible with each other they could be. One person not compatible with anybody in this room. Oh, man, Holly. Let's start okay. with Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sagittarius. Yeah. You are most compatible romantically, relationship-wise, with an Aries. Which is? Nira. I knew Whoa. it. I knew it. And, <laughs> an, and an Aquarius. 
Which Amy. is Amy. Hey. Yeah, I knew that about Johnny already because my husband Gary is a Sagittarius. Okay. And Sagittarius You and checked Aries. his book already? Yes, I checked his book. We're, we're compatible. Okay, it gets creepier. Aries, Nira. Yeah. Most compatible with Aquarius. Hey. Amy. What? And Sagittarius. Over, Johnny. Right? Okay, it gets creepier. Amy, Aquarius. Yes. yes. Most compatible with Sagittarius, hey. Johnny, and oh. Aries, Nira. Right? Ooh. Holly, not compatible with any of you. <laughs> I called it in my brain. <laughs> but I never said it out loud. <laughs> yeah. You three are all la-di-da-di-da. You're all meant to be. You all yeah. mesh well. Uh-huh. And then there's me like, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, Holly, you're so left yeah. out. You know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> are you sure? Oh, fine. <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> I'm not. And now, with Nira. Some inside information has been released about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie from when they first met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. That's today's Tom Biz story. But first, Niall Horan from One Direction has just released his first solo single. It's called This Town. It's about a childhood sweetheart. And we didn't know that he was coming out with a song this quickly. He said he wanted it to be a surprise. If the whole world was watching, I'd still dance with you. Drive highways and byways to be there with you. Over and over, the only truth. Everything comes back to you. It's just him sitting on a guitar. I mean, and that's the sign of true love. A man that will drive not only on a highway, but also a byway <laughs> to get to you. I mean, yeah. An overpass, Stops, go through an it. intersection. Yeah, That's true. A bypass. I'll tell you something. You know what? He's very talented, and I think if you if he did it intimately and you were in the same room as him, great. Oh, totally. Grab the guitar. But let's be honest. You. Like, I don't know. I It's a little bit like a eh, sleeper hit to me. I w- it was. It's unfortunate that it's not a bit more of like, pow! You know what I mean? Give me a little bit of like... Uh, well, he's trying to showcase his talent. He's trying to really show you that he can sing. Well, we know he can sing. Well, did we? Because when you're in a boy band, you know, some people kind of take over. Like the boy band for One Direction, everybody was into Harry Styles. So I think he's also trying to show... And the same with Zayn. Like when Zayn went off, Zayn did a completely different direction than the One Direction thing. And he, he said the same thing. He's like, I want to make cool music. And Zayn's music is awesome. Yes. It's but it would awesome. be hard to be in a boy band because you just become sort of a blur, yeah. right? Because I don't even know which one Niall is. Blonde. Oh, okay. He's yeah, cute. he's all right. all right. Like he's he's cute. You can tell he definitely has. It very, it's very Ed Sheeran, very James Bay. Mm-hmm. He's trying to do that thing, right? Which is fine, and and that's great music. But it's it's just I don't know. I was expecting a bit more for some reason. Hmm. I don't know. I'm such a one Der, you know. You are. You, you are. did. Yeah. You did love one D. You've got the infection. <laughs> <laughs> still? Oh, he's still for life. I do you want to go on a date? Do you want to go on a date with Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Tom Brady all at once? Yes. Okay. Once again, I know this sounds unbelievable. Ben <laughs> Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady all at once because right now they are raffling off a date with the three of them at the same time for charity. Now this is a ten dollar ticket entries. 10 bucks to hang out with these three guys. It could go towards uh, the clean water drinking campaign for Matt Damon. It could go towards the Athletic Foundation for Tom Brady. There's also a really good cause for Ben's Eastern Congo Initiative. 10 bucks, and you could be going with a friend, flown to Boston, put up in a four-star hotel, and then go for pizza and beers with the three of them. So much fun. Yeah, I'm into it. Right? Yeah. I'm into it, too. I'm kind of mad that it's only a four-star hotel, though. Like, it's yeah. Ben. I, like, they have so much 
much money. Like, put me in a five star. Yeah, we want Shangri-La, y'all. You would think. <laughs> a suite, right? Yes. We're so high maintenance. I saw the same thing, but that's why I wanted it. It's a four star. But hey, at and the end it of is the day. for charity. And it's pizza and beer. Well, the other thing, too, is that you also did pizza and beer, which is a lot of fun, but I can afford pizza and beer. I can't afford, like, really delicious steaks and, you know, all okay. the. Like, I don't know. But maybe. it's supposed to give that element of just chilling with them like friends, Johnny. Rolling right. with the homies? Yeah, yeah ex- rolling with the homies. Exactly. Yeah, all, right. all right, some inside information has been released about Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie from when they first met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's today's top biz story. Their former bodyguard that worked with them on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith is finally revealing what happened. I guess maybe the gag order is done because it was 12 years ago. Okay. Confidential agree- confidentiality agreement maybe done. He says that co-stars Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt did more than just strike up a close friendship on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He said they used to make out in their trailers between scenes and pass love notes to each other during the filming of the movie. This guy also says that when they when they were filming, Brad Pitt obviously was still married to Jennifer Aniston, whom he married in 2000. The movie was filming in 2004. He said they were constantly laughing and flirting with each other. They were acting like two school kids who had the hots for each other. He said it was actually quite cute. And he caught them quite a few times in the trailers. Ooh. Like Brad was married, married at this point. Mm-hmm. And then once the filming was done, they still used this bodyguard to pass notes back and forth. Like he would well, deliver them to each well, other. Well, if you got caught by one guy, you're like, okay, now you're in. Yeah, yeah, totally. We need you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll pay a little extra. So the filming finished, and then Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston announced in January 2005 that they were ending their five-year marriage. Three months later, Brad Pitt was photographed with Angelina Jolie and their son Maddox vacationing. So it all, the turnaround was fast. It quick, was quick quick, quick, quick. Which makes me wonder how long had it been over for Brad uh-huh. in the marriage? Like I, I think it was close. Years? I think he was already disconnected when he well, started clearly. filming Mr. Clear, and Mrs. Smith. I hope so. I hope so too. Well, that's the thing. I think for a lot of people that go through a divorce, I've never been through one, but my parents were through one. My mom told me, because my parents both got new partners about three months as well after they divorced. Whoa. And it was quick. But my mom said, like, I didn't, I wasn't with your dad for like 10 years like I felt like I wasn't Aww. with a bar so I assume Brad yeah. would have felt that way with Jen but it was only four years that's okay yeah. maybe not even two years maybe or... three years yeah. but I mean they were also dating before marriage right yeah. it all starts Angelina Jolie um, and Brad Pitt privately negotiating their divorce and Angelina Jolie has hired a crisis manager who was the inspiration for Carrie Washington's character Olivia Pope on Scandal awesome so that real life Olivia Pope is working with Angelina Jolie wow I'm Nira and that's the biz is brought to you by Auction Yoga and Fitness join today and get a week of unlimited classes for just 10 bucks, 46 locations and growing. Find one near you at auctionyogaandfitness.com. All right, for a little pick-me-up now for your Friday morning, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Chain Smokers and Halsey, closer on Virgin Radio. You're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Mira. Woo! Want to give a shout out to Ethan, who's three years old, lives in Victoria. Last night, wouldn't fall asleep. His mom said fell asleep in her bed while whispering, Johnny, Holly, and Nira. Johnny, Holly, and Nira. Okay, so we put people to sleep? That's good. (laughs) That's awesome. Thanks so much for having us on this morning. It's Friday. What's up, Nira? Would you want to be described as perfect? If someone's describing you and you find out that you are described as perfect, would you be into it? I don't think I would. Oh, poor Nira. 
sucks. Really? Oh, yes, honey. You're like, would you want to be described that way? Baby, I am described oh. that way. Oh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I just thought that's got to be a pretty hard life to live. Man, too much pressure. Too much pressure. Too many so, expectations. Yee. Being annoying. Like, oh. you know, th- there's a friend of mine who, like, we were all talking, we were a big group, and this one friend was kind of describing a sister of hers who we're also all friends with, okay? So let's see, my friend Nancy is talking about her sister, Tina. Ah, oh, Nancy and Tina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? So she's like, oh, like, Tina's just perfect. Like, she was the perfect daughter, and she was, like, the perfect sister, and she's, like, the perfect, um, every, like, just everything is perfect. Like, if we could describe Tina, she is perfect. And I thought... That's got to be a hard life to live, to live up to perfect all the time, which means you're never wrong about anything because you are perfect. Hmm. Is that you, Johnny? Don't you love that? You just said you're never wrong about anything. Nira, that's your fantasy. To not ever be wrong about yeah, anything? Yeah, you're, you're like, I'm right. I'm Nira. I'm mm-hmm. smart. I'm an owl. Whatever. All right, <laughs> fine. Go for a perfect owl. Well, but I, I know I'm not perfect. I have massive flaws. You know, you say, and you always say this thing about flossom. You know, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with saying I'm perfect in this one category or... No, I'm no, really- I'm not saying perfect in one category. You're just always described as perfect, no like matter what. everything? Yeah, you're perfect. I don't know if that <sighs> exists in, like, I don't think anyone, unless you're talking about the man above, if that's how you believe, I don't think that there's anyone that's perfect then. No, so you were saying you were, so what's perfect about well, you? Oh, well, look at the outside. I mean, look, it's like a creamy treat. It's delicious <laughs> like and dark and yes, I don't like fabulous. cream. But okay, I love a creamy treat. Yeah, you go for cream. I I leave those in the that pot of gold box. I'm telling you, you put me in a pageant. Like you know, it's just absolute win. But anyway, I feel like there's areas that we are perfecting in. And that's a good thing. And then you can lead up. You can start to build blocks of I'm perfect at this. I'm perfect at that. I've got really good style. You know, whatever the case is. And become perfect in some ways. Mm. Yeah, but you're saying you have to be perfect in all ways. Uh. You're not Mary Poppins practically perfect in ever. <laughs> you have to be perfect in every way. Because that's yeah. annoying. I mean, I think hopefully you have some stuff in your life. You're like, not that you're, pr- I don't even actually think of one. I don't think I'm perfect at anything. But, you know, some things that you're like, I'm getting better at. Or I'm yeah. close to perfection, even maybe. Good at things. Good. I can be good. Anybody who's perfect, you can't relate to them. And then what do you have to to perfect? Not that you just Nothing give to up. work on. Like, what do you work yeah, on? Like, yeah, yeah. And would you want to be with a perfect person? Would you want to be described as perfect? Like, if I was describing Johnny, would you want me to say, he's perfect? Yes. <laughs> really? Well, if it comes out of your but, mouth, it, it holds a lot of value because no, you're but, flawed. So it like, you know, <laughs> makes me look really good. Huh? Yeah, but yeah, but you don't. But then you have nothing. You You've peaked. You're perfect. You're peaked. You're you're that's it. And then if someone does then meet you after I've described you as perfect, yeah. then you have such a high standard that you have to uphold. Yes. Yeah. That you can't then at all ever have a moment of weakness because you're perfect. I just thought it's a lot of pressure. I felt bad for Tina for being described as perfect. Yeah. I don't think she's perfect though. Like, I mean, I think she, she's had her moments of vulnerability with me that I've seen. And I think that makes her more humane and more vulnerable. I like it. If someone's perfect, how do you relate to them? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to crack that. Right. Well, why don't Tina and I will go for coffee? We'll tell you what you can relate to us with. Mr. and Mrs. Perfect. I also think people who say perfect or are described as perfect are faking it. Tina's not perfect. Yeah. 
Tina, Tina's got issues. And then imagine if you then believe you're perfect and you've always been told you're perfect. Uh-huh. Johnny. That, that's got to be a really hard, like, <laughs> psyche to deal with inside your head because then you never are able to be open to other people's ideas and thoughts because you believe everything you say is always right. Yeah, it's not hard for me. It's hard for others around me, but it's not hard for me. <laughs> Johnny. You're waking up with Johnny, Holly, and Mira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. It's Friday morning. You got Johnny, Holly, and Nero. What's up, Holly? Okay, is this creepy or is this romantic? (laughs) I love this. Mm -hmm. If you found out that your boyfriend has been keeping this in a bag for years, would you think it was creepy or would you think it was romantic? (laughs) Okay. Okay. You're playing the Twilight Zone music. What's in the bag? (laughs) Get ready for this. One of my friends went over to her boyfriend's house the other day. They've been together for like three and a half years. She's looking through his closet for something. She pulls out this Ziploc bag. She's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, no, no, that's nothing. That's nothing. She's like, no, what is in this? And he's like, that is the pillowcase from the first night that you ever slept over here. And he kept it. He folded it up. And he's like, it always smelled like you. And it was like a moment for me. And anyway, I... I had it put in a Ziploc, and I put it in the closet. And I want to know what you guys think. Is that creepy, or is that romantic? That's so romantic. I agree with Johnny. It's romantic. Is it? Yes, it's romantic. She was, at first, she was like, aww. And then she's like, what else do you have? (laughs) Oh, God. Like, okay. I think it's very sweet. I think it just showed that he obviously clearly was starting to fall for her pretty early in the game, but didn't want her to know. And I know what that feels like. You just have to (laughs) keep it from the person for a while. Yeah, you don't want to come across as like desperate or like kind of creepy or yes. something, right? Yeah. You want to be playing it cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, cool. I didn't care yeah. that you stayed over last night that you, like, stripped the pillow down. Like, oh my gosh, it's the door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. And you don't want to tell them and then you wait and the next thing you know, years have gone by and then all of a sudden you get found out with your secret. You know what I mean? It's like, so they've been together for a while so obviously she would know if he's creepy. Yeah, but now she's like, I had no idea he had kept this. I wonder what else he kept. Did also, does he him? like open it and like smell it every once in a while? <laughs> well, you know what's crazy now? What's that he they, doing with it? Well, they've been together for three years. He's stripping down the pillowcases now to wash them. He doesn't care about that. Yeah. It, like That brings back a time of simplicity and excitement. And the other cool thing, too, I've noticed this with a lot of couples, or at least like ones that I really admire. When they get married or when a significant moment happens, sometimes they'll have like a scrapbook of like, this was our very first concert we went to. Here mm-hmm. are the stubs. I'm stupid. I forgot to do that for my boyfriend and I. Now I'm kind of kicking myself. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I thought, you know, that's really sweet. Like, that's something you could show her down the road and be like, I just remember the first time you slept over. I was so excited the next day that you were in my arms, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I have a huge box of all that kind of stuff with Gary and I. Yeah. Yeah, just a huge box just of, of memories. And we had... We had so much fun years ago going through a bunch of these letters that I had wrote him. Mm-hmm. And we were just. Oh, with the Tasmanian Devil stickers yes. where you're like, you will be mine, I will have you. Yeah, things like that. Like, you know? <laughs> and we just sat mm-hmm. and we read the letters and we couldn't stop laughing and just having a really good memory. 
now, what, of that moment. What kind of laugh was it for Gary? Was it like, <laughs> like a nervous, oh my God. Oh, I forgot like why that? did I do okay, this? Well, I spotted, <laughs> I spotted Gary at uh, Playland at the old Wooden, wooden World roller coaster. coaster. We've heard this, this was story. September long weekend, 1995. I spotted him. And I, I didn't tell him until he asked me to marry him that just spotting him there that day, I knew we were going to be connected. Oh, and I, he was a stranger that I found in the crowd. I found, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of like, all of a sudden, like, I don't know. Do you remember what he was wearing? Yeah, he was wearing a baseball hat, and he was wearing a black t-shirt, he was wearing baggy jeans. Okay, is that outfit a, in a Ziploc? <laughs> <laughs>